Hello, kitties, and welcome to another exciting episode of the IntelliKey podcast. As usual, I am your humble host, Paul Lado, and tonight we're talking about some lessons from the Stoics, and you guys know that I'm a big follower of Stoic philosophy and implementer of Stoic philosophy, to help you achieve calm in chaos. Look, life is chaotic. And it just seems to get more and more chaotic with each day that passes. You know, we have all this stimuli coming at us, all these responsibilities coming at us. You know, we're so focused on where we're going that we sometimes forget where we are. We sometimes forget to take a breath and we have a fucking heart attack. Or, God forbid, we get hit by a bus because we're looking at our phones and we're crossing the street. So I'm hoping that these nine principles, which I utilize all the time, uh, will help you guys kind of get through the storm. Uh, with a little more calm. Um, Stoic philosophy, as I've said in the past, is a doing philosophy. It's not a thinking philosophy. It's not about sitting around and pondering stuff. It's really about taking these principles and integrating them as an activity, as activities into your life. So I'm hoping this will really help you guys out. Of course, the rules of engagement, I don't do research. This is opinion-based podcasting. I swear a lot, fuck shit, ask cunt. So, you know, if you got sensitive ears, hey man, you better move along. And remember, what I tell you here might work for me, it might not work for you. So take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, We have got some very eclectic music. We got everything from Flogging Molly to Placebo to the Smashing Pumpkins, the Cure, Steve Aoki. We got all kinds of crazy stuff, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you stick with me for the next hour. I'm going to play a couple more songs and uh, we'll be back soon. i 
Stoics believed on acting on your principles, not on your moods, right? And I found that a lot of their philosophy can really help you smash some of those creative blocks and do some of your best work and some of your best living, right? And um, these these kind of principles are, are based on the, on the goal of Stoicism, which is to attain inner peace by overcoming adversity and practicing self-control and being conscious of our impulses etc 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 so you know these were all very meditative practices that kind of help them live with, uh, within their nature and not against it right because we're constantly fighting against nature i feel these days but it's also important to understand that although it was a, a meditative practice or there were meditative practices meditative meditative whatever english is my second language fuck off um it's important to understand that you can integrate these into your life and make things a hell of a lot easier so let's jump straight into it. And I guess one of the first principles is to acknowledge that all emotions come from within, right? So it's not outside forces that make us feel something. It's what we tell ourselves that create our feelings, right? Um, a blank document or a canvas or an unmarked to-do list, it, it, that's not inherently stressful. It's your thoughts that are stressing you out, right? It's not the list or the document or the canvas. So a lot of us want to place blame and responsibility on external objects because it's easy to do, right? Well, it's my fault. It's the fucking boss's fault. The boss was late, etc., etc. But the truth is that all conflicts start internally in our minds. All stress starts in your mind. And when we flee from reality, a deadline, an urgent email, we are not doing anything but harming ourselves and undermining our own self-discipline. 
right? So the important thing is the next time you run into an obstacle and you feel resistance, don't look at what's around you. Instead, look within you. So the next time, uh, you know, you feel stressed, don't look for the cause of your stress. Look for what is making you stressed. Your kids spill milk, right? It's not your kid that's stressing you out. It's your own mind that's creating a stress reaction to what has happened. And if it's your own mind and you are in control of your mind, then you can control that stress reaction, right? The second one is to find someone you respect and use them to stay honest, right? So um, when I first started doing this podcast, um, I kind of started thinking, who, who can I look up to that does some crazy podcasts? And and the guy that came to mind was Joe Rogan. I'd been listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and I thought it was a really interesting podcast. And I think... Um, when I looked at Joe Rogan, one of the things that I liked is that one, he was very honest about who he was and what he did. And he had a lot of interesting concepts that weren't exactly mainstream happening. And so he kind of became, uh, I guess, my role model for a lot of my podcasting, right? Now, whatever it is that you do, whether you create apps or you draw portraits or you write books or you make films, whatever, there are always people that you can learn from right? And it's usually only our ego that stops us from looking up to someone. Oh, I'm better than they are, right? Uh, But you can study their story, their works, their techniques. You can study their successes and their failures. You can actually learn from what these people have done that have come before you. You can listen to interviews or even, you know, drop them an email. Like, you know, I, I dropped some messages to Joe Rogan many years ago and I still talk to him off and on right so if by analyzing these people you can discover patterns of success and kind of apply it to your own life but I think the important thing to realize is that this isn't an exercise in comparison right so if you write books and you don't get a book deal in eight months right or if your product doesn't hit number one in the first week like your role model did that doesn't make you a failure it's not about being your role model, it's about emulating them, right? Instead, what can you learn from your heroes, from the people that you're looking up to? Uh, How are their teachings and their principles helping you grow and learn and create, right? Because the reality is everyone, no matter how successful they are, they have heroes or mentors that they look towards. And these people can really guide you down a great path, right? The third principle, and this is a hard one, especially in this day and age to deal with, is to recognize that there is a life after failure, right? You can spend months or years on a project, right? On something that you're working on, something that you love, that you're passionate about, and watch it being criticized by fucking shit kickers, or worse, completely ignored, right? Um, I've worked on projects thinking that I was doing really, really well, spent in like more years on it. And um, it was really, really valuable work to me and great work to me. And yet, fucking no one believed in it. No one gave a shit. Everyone put it down. But that's okay, right? Uh, As long as I believed in it and I kept going with it, that's all that mattered to me. Because the outcome is sometimes the whole, you know, 
you have this baby and the doctors are laughing out loud saying, that's a fucking ugly baby, right? It doesn't matter. It's still your baby. You love it, whether it's ugly or not. And that's what kind of failure feels like when you, you share a part of you, right? But the important thing to remember is that recovering from that failure is a practice, a mindset, right? Um, the lessons that you internalize from those failures help you do better and better work, right? Um, there is a saying that says, no failure, no growth. And that's true, okay? You need to understand that you need failure to push that idea aside and try harder, to think outside the box, right? If you were successful at everything, you'd be a god, or a goddess, but guess what? You're not. So don't just use that failure as a mindset to, to stop you from moving forwards. Use it to grow and to try different things. Okay, I'm going to play a couple of songs and uh, we'll be back soon.
are back. Hope you guys are enjoying the music. And tonight we're talking about nine principles that kind of help you get some calm in the midst of chaos. And we're up to number four, which is read purposely and apply your knowledge. This is so important, right? I have this saying that I always say to my kids, which is knowledge without application is waste right? To know something is great, but to be able to apply that knowledge in a positive manner is awesome, right? Because, you know, you can read books on marketing or business or creativity or or whatever, right? And they'll supply you with a whole heap of different dots that have a potential for connection to kind of develop a, a deeper awareness. But what will really ultimately make you effective is the ability to apply, to connect those dots and then to apply it to your own situation. Reading prepares your mind, right? And, and it can even help you avoid mistakes. But at the end, all there is there is the result of some action, a failure, maybe a success or a lesson, right? Because the, the, I believe that the purpose of education is to internalize knowledge, right? But you know, ultimately, it's really there to spark action, facilitate some smarter decisions, right? You know, our education system, educational system is a a perfect example. We send all these totally different kids off to learn the exact same thing. And we don't understand what what their lives are about, what they're going through. So some of them, it's very applicable what they're learning and they can internalize it. Others not. You know, you can take two kids. One has great aptitude for, you know, academia. One has great up, great aptitude for, for manual work. And yet we give them exactly the same thing to study when in actual fact we should be being specific and working to their strengths, right? It's the same with things like self-help books, right? They will, in a moment, they'll make you feel inspired for a change, right? I've read so many self-help books, I've lost count of how many, right? But what does it matter if you're going to lose your shit when you have a troll on the internet or some fucking rude customer or some idiot on the street spitting vile at you? That's where what you've read requires application, right? And that's where things like Stoic philosophy come in handy because I can tell you all of this shit in this podcast, but you need to go and apply it in order for it to be effective, right? Number five is to challenge yourself to be brutally honest. Man, this is so hard for so many people. We are so good at bullshitting ourselves. It's not funny, okay? We will make... Uh, things fit into our heads that we want to make fit as opposed to things that should actually be there. And it's kind of petrifying when you have to be really, really honest with yourself. Because look, I, I know it's hard to change habits if you aren't aware as to why you didn't go to work today or you chose to watch Netflix instead or you know you should be exercising but instead of exercising, you know what, you're just fucking around on the couch pulling cones. I get it. The thing is you have to come to the realization and you have to be honest with yourself of why you're doing 
what you're doing. It's important to be mindful of the urges that kind of stop us from showing up and engaging and committing and being present, right? It's important to ask the question, why exactly am I feeling this way? To get to the bottom of it, investigate it, dissect it. And when you feel resistant, you should use that as a cue to go forward. The challenge, of course, is training yourself to think that way because, again, this is all happening in your mind. If it's so much easier to run away from your problems and hide and avoid them, then that's what you're going to go to. No one likes pain, but in pain there is growth. So you need to ask yourself these questions, right? And you need to be honest with yourself. Why am I cheating on my wife? What the fuck is going on, right? And this isn't about talent or some kind of unconscious reflex. The, the practice of self-awareness to think about your thinking in how you think, feel, and behave is actually a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it becomes. The more you take time to turn your phone off, turn off your TV, sit on a couch and ask yourself some really hard questions, the actual better uh, or the more equipped uh, or the quicker you'll be able to analyze things and get to the bottom of problems, right? And number six is reflect on what you spend the most time on, right? What is it that you're spending most of your time on? Is it that fuckwit on Twitter, right? Um, I just don't respond. You don't need to tell this idiot where the unfollow button is located. I'm pretty sure they know, right? The email, I know it's fun connecting, but can it wait? Right? You don't have to send that email straight away. Um, in my own observations, people who do excellent work, who really master their craft, who focus on what they're doing, do so because they prioritize. I'm one of those dudes that does daily things to do lists and prioritizes them, right? They honor every hour of the day. My day is busy with something, right? That doesn't mean that I don't have downtime. I do. I have downtime like everyone else does. It's not laziness. You have to do it. But when I have to get things done, I prioritize and I get things done, right? If we were to put cameras behind our heroes, our mentors, how would our work ethic compare? How would our focus? How would our determination to get things done? I can procrastinate, but I'm so acutely conscious that I can procrastinate, that I just don't even do anymore. I just hit things, right? The other day, right, I was I was really shocked at how much time I spend just fucking around on watching Facebook and stuff, watching other people live their lives and eat sushi and all kinds of shit, right? These little breaks throughout our days, they're okay, but we, we have to be mindful how we interact with our distractions, and, you know, in some cases, they're not even distractions, man. They're, they're, you know, addictions, right? Because they can become the norm and they can rob us of actually living life. Spectating life and living life are two totally different things. You should be living, not spectating. All right, I'm going to play a couple more songs and uh, we'll be back with the last three. Summer 
takes a drag from her tongue. I kissed her a smile, but her blood red shut eye. Said the sun never shines and closed doors. It's been eight long years since I saw. One, two, now. 
Those three plus years I was so proud of And I threw them all away for two styrofoam cups The irony Everyone will think that he lied to me and made my sobriety so public there's no fucking privacy If I don't talk about it then I carry a date A 08108 Then now it's been changed And everyone that put me in some boxes is saying that I never was Just a false prophet that never came And will they think that everything that I've written has all been fake Or will I just take my slip to the grave? Uh. What the fuck are my parents gonna say? The success story that got his life together and changed And you know what pain looks like When you tell your dad you relapsed And look him directly into his face The seat on your shoulders, the seemingly heavy weight Haven't seen tears like this on my girl In a while, the trust that I once built's been betrayed But I'd rather live telling the truth Than be judged for my mistakes Than falsely held up Giving props, loved, and praised I guess I gotta get this on the page Feeling Sick and helpless, lost the compass where soap is I know what I gotta do, and I can't help it One day at a time is what they tell us Now I gotta find a way to tell them God help them, yeah One day at a time is what they tell us Now I gotta find a way to tell them Shaking, tweaking, hope that they don't see it Hope that no one is looking That no one recognizes that failure under that hoodie That's posted in the back with my hands crossed Shooken, if they call on me, I'm passing If they talk to me, I'm booking up that door But before I can make it Somebody stops me and says, are you Macklemore? Maybe this isn't the place or time I just wanted to say that If it wasn't for other side, I wouldn't have made it I just look down at the ground and say thank you She tells me she has nine months and that she's so grateful Tears in her eyes looking like she's gonna cry Fuck, I barely got 48 hours Treated like I'm some wise monk I wanna tell her I relapsed, but I can't I just shake her hand and tell her congrats Get back to my car and I think I'm tripping, yeah Cause God wrote other side, that pen was in my hand I'm just a flawed man, man, I fucked up duh. Like so many others, I just never thought I would I never thought I would, didn't pick up the book Doing it by myself didn't turn out that good If I can be an example of getting sober Then I can be an example of starting over If I can be an example of getting sober Then I can be an example of starting over
we are back and as usual i'd like to do a shout out to some of our show sponsors tracks restaurants at 533 nepean highway bomb beach and zanko at 627 nepean highway in Karam. tracks you got monday night wednesday night palmer night and thursday night steak night at zanko it's the other way around i think it's tuesday night and thursday night palmer and monday night steak somewhere between 20 and 25 bucks you get a massive meal and a drink go down there say hi to jeff casey and little xander and get yourself an awesome meal oz pet minders your trusted pet care alternative at ozpetminders.com.au call kevin spencer today on 04 they do dog walking pet transport waste removal feeding and watering they administer medications they do bins in and out and security checks if you go away Pretty much everything you need for your pet care. Uh, go to ozpetminers.com.au or call on 048 Uh My homeboy Ivan at doobsis.com, D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. Web and application development. Everything you need for web and application development. This is your man. He does um, new websites, updates existing websites, does uh, JavaScript and, and PHP uh, development. He does on-page and off-page search engine optimization, SEO, pretty much everything that you need for your web and application developments. Go to doobsis.com. That's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. And of course, Cruise PT, my little brother, Phil the Cruise. That's Cruise, C-R-U-Z, Space PT for personal training on Facebook and Instagram. If you've ever wanted to learn how to fight and not get punched in the face and get super fit, he is your man. Currently training like a madman in Thailand. I believe he'll be back in about a month. But check him out on Facebook and Instagram and see some of the crazy workouts he's got out there. That's Cruise PT. Now, we have been talking about uh, nine principles from the Stoics that... um, can help us deal with calming chaos and number seven is to remind yourself that you weren't meant to procrastinate and i want to read you guys a little passage from marcus aurelius who was a a roman emperor and also a, a very famous stoic and he writes at dawn when you have trouble getting out of bed tell yourself i have to go to work as a human being what do i have to complain of if i'm going to do what i was born for the things i was brought into the world to do or is this what I was created for, to huddle under the blankets and stay warm? But it's nicer here. So you were born to feel nice instead of doing things and experiencing things? Don't you see the plants, the birds, the ants and spiders and bees going about their individual tasks, putting the world in order as best as they can? And you're not willing to do your job as a human being? Why aren't you running to do what your nature demands? But we have to sleep sometime. Agreed. But nature set a limit on that as it did on eating and drinking, and you're over the limit. You've had more than enough of that, but not of working. There, you're still below your quota. You don't love yourself enough, or you'd, lo- or you'd love your nature too and what it demands of you. People who love what they do wear themselves down doing it. They even forget to wash or eat. Do you have less respect for your own nature than the engraver does for engraving, the dancer for dance, the miser for money, or the social climber for status? When they're really possessed by what they do, they'd rather stop eating and sleeping than give up practicing their arts. There is a, uh, a quote by uh, Eric Thomas, who's a, a famous um, motivational speaker, and he says, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll succeed. 
right? We, I think we sell ourselves short. I think we sell ourselves very, very short in our capabilities to just push ourselves. And it's okay to have downtime, but not too much downtime, not at the cost of being the best versions of ourselves. So from my perspective, get up, you've had enough sleep, get up and get to work and do what you have to do. That's the best advice I can give you. Number eight is to put the phone away and be present, right? In a lot of ways, it's not that we live in an age of distractions, right? But rather, we live in an age where we are failing to teach and embrace mindful motives, right? To me, a child in a restaurant playing a game on her iPad is no different than an adult flicking through Instagram when friends are around, right? Both of those scenarios are moments of connection to the people around you, right? And communication and enjoyment. And if you are distracted by other things, then you're not connecting, right? And I think that there is a big lack of connection in our world at the moment. And I think to be present as well as learning to be alone is a habit. Some people are really good at it because they make time to do it, right? In fact, they need it or else they would go mad. I've got people that can work from home and be isolated, no problems whatsoever. I've got others that need to be in the office. They need to be around people. Now, somewhere in between, that's where I sit, a happy medium, right? So I guess what I would advise you guys to do is throughout your day, find a moment right? To just sit and be still. It doesn't matter where you are. Take a few deep breaths, uh, put your phone on vibrate so there's no chance of interruption, and just reflect on the series of events that took place throughout your day, right? When you're working, be present in your work, right? If you're scrubbing pans, be present in scrubbing pans, pans, right? Let your mind focus on the task at hand, whatever you're trying to accomplish, and do it with diligence, right? And patience and attentiveness and care, right? And I guarantee you that if you do that often enough, sooner or later, you will realize how much of an asset this is to your to your to your creativity and your overall quality of life. The ability to be present, whether you're having a conversation with someone or whether you're writing a book, is incredibly important. And finally, we reach number nine, and that is to remind yourself that time is our most precious resource. Memento mori. Remember death. You will die one day right? And one of the things that I particularly love and find challenging about Stoicism is that death is at the forefront of all their thoughts, right? They realize that there's an ephemeral nature to humans and how this is repeated in many facets of life, right? It should provide you with a sense of urgency to realize that you've lived a certain number of hours and the hours ahead of you are not guaranteed and they're certainly not as guaranteed as the ones that you have already lived, right? And when I stop and think of this, I realize that every day really is an opportunity to improve. It's it's not a cliche. I'm not talking in a cliche kind of way. But to learn to kind of honestly appreciate what we are capable of achieving and how we are very responsible for the quality of our lives, right? This makes our self-respect, our work ethic, our generosity, our self-awareness, our attention, our growth so important. 
the last thing any of us wants to do is die with regret, right? So by following the principles of stoicism, this can really put your life in perspective. It humbles you and should also deeply motivate you, right? And so I'll leave you guys with the words uh, of Seneca, right? Which, who is a very famous Stoic, um, one of the founders, as a matter of fact. And he said, we should hunt out the helpful pieces of teaching and the spirited and noble-minded sayings which are capable of immediate practical application. Not far-fetched or archaic expressions or extravagant metaphors and figures of speech and learn them so well that words become works. And that's what a lot of, well, that's what the principles I've been talking to you guys about tonight are about, right? It is about turning words into works, taking this and applying it and remembering it every day, right? I think the way we should lead our lives and do our work has to kind of embody the principles that we practice. We need to be less comparing, less criticizing, and less consuming, and, and be more creative, and, and learn, and live, right? These are the things that are going to give you an awesome life, right? And you can do it. Like I said, I do it all the time, and I suggest you guys get rolling now, and it's going to have a massive impact on your lives. All right, I'm going to play a couple more songs, and we'll be back soon to close off the show.
right, guys, and we've reached the end of yet another show, right? So I hope you guys have been able to take something away from tonight. I mean, not only does philosophy teach us how to live well and become better humans, but it can also help us in overcoming life's trials and fuck-ups and, and tribulations, right? Some school thoughts are, are more abstract thinking and debating and stuff. Stoicism is not one of them, right? Um, the principles within Stoicism are perhaps the most relevant and practical sets of rules for everyone, from entrepreneurs and writers to artists to the to the person just on the street, right? So I urge you guys to to look into the philosophy and to apply as many of its principles as it can. And I guarantee you it's going to have a positive impact on your life. So we'll be back next week. I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. I've certainly enjoyed doing it. Um, be good to yourselves. Be good to others. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And we shall see you next week. Deuces.
to the wind in a taxi Two feet to the wind in the backseat Two beefs to the car in front of us One of us sending up right round the shafts Think about these rhymes and what they gave me Sounds like the 12 with a microphone and two turntables saved me Took me around the world and bore me home I've seen all these other crews bang too Not knowing all the ways people helped me Might not ever get a damn thank you But they're sure enough gonna get a your welcome Matter of fact, I ain't leaving I was here first and I don't believe them I was here bursting Listening to Primo with Gina with Thurston I'm missing out on being there for people in person Cause we don't sleep when we're working We don't bleed when we're hurting We wear a heart on our sleeve And I'm certain the world for the burden Till we call the curtains Feel me, feel me, feel me, feel me Do you feel me, do you feel me Inside the call, the calamitous forces Riding on the wall, lighted up on the porch It's 1994, five months in the source It's a mighty, mighty roar from the crowd of voices This, 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 this Do you feel me? Went from going through courts in the liners To being known for the shows and the flyers Playing back rooms, heading to the back When you cool down my face with some ice from the wider Looking out to a crowd full of lighters And the day those lights and the spiders You see me walking down I'm a ghost, I'm gone Two sheets on a surface of water Loose leaf running worthless and torn up If I could do these words justice You'd see how much it's worth at a fork for Every kid that never go on mention Every little bit of love or affection I'm done with pretending the sun is descending And all good things must come to an end Feels I swore to the day this is Nothing more than I thought of the tame of bills I'm a walk away with nothing A limit to you something That's fucking more than I came here with Feel me My life, I'm a friend of the faithful It's been a ride, but it's been a few times And I thought I'd lose sight when the effort was so painful But rap gave me such a fine dream In fact, maybe it touched my life But things got a little crazy and nobody would pay me The ends that plainly justified the means Alas, I can see we've all been blind It's hard to believe that all this time That I wore my heart on my sleeve With this art on the scene Gonna be hard when I leave that all behind Looking out to a crowd full of 
Sonst weiß er das Quatsch.